And we're back. Hey, hey. Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome back to, I believe this is episode seven of season three. Yep. Just trucking right along. How's Life everybody doing? when you're having fun. <laughs> Weather I'm is doing all right. Beautiful, so How's everybody else doing? I'm good. I'm ready to be outside. Yeah. It is going to be a gorgeous day. So let's hang out in our basements. Sigh. In the underground. Yeah, in the underground, in the basement. Really catching the, the feel for it here. Okay, well, um, again, uh, not a lot of new updates. Things are just still going along. We're still getting content produced, so we'll keep going. I haven't okay. received much feedback on naming our uh, naming the crew or anything, so if anybody still has any thoughts, you can check us out on the There's Facebook page. The Bucket Brigade. There's the Bucket Brigade. That was no. that was no. the suggestion. <laughs> I, I mean, if we're gonna do about. if if the if Bucket's gonna be part of it, I would rather be the Bucketeers. The Bucketeers. Oh, there you go. That's, good. That's really nice. The Bucketeers. Actually. So we'll we're still taking submissions on that. If you got thoughts. Let us know what your thoughts are. Not that I want to highlight the bucket experience, but we all live through it. All right. And obviously, uh, Jeff is still here. He's starting to grow on us. <laughs> yep. Still here. <laughs> he's he's really warmed, that, warmed the chair up, so we'll see yeah. how this keeps going. Nice all to right. have a tour guide. It is it, nice um, to have a tour guide. It is It is pretty good. And it also makes me uh, it makes it easier on me to say, all right, he knows how to get you there. So that's fun. Okay, well then, let's just uh, jump in the way we always do with Alar. Okay. Alar and the others went to the infamous bar, the Red Building, on the trail of Vash. Brokos fought in the pit, winning his party gold with his victory. As they patted him on the back, they received an invitation from the leader of the Rovers, the local faction. Will they be celebrated for helping against the crypts, or find new enemies? Find out on Dungeon Patrol. Maybe they're going to recruit us. Maybe. Or all of that. All right, well, you've, uh, yeah, so you've enjoyed a, a little evening there at the uh, Red Building. You made a little bit of money, and at this point, with some alcohol in your system and coins in your pocket, are you ready to proceed with the next stage of the adventure. Yeah. Let's so go. what time of day is it? Is it evening now? Yeah. Yeah. So at this point it's, uh, it's like mid evening, probably between eight and nine. All right. Yeah. Been another then, long day thinking about your beds probably, but one more. Does stuff. time matter anymore? No. Nah, I mean, I'm sure our circadian rhythms are just completely mm-hmm. shot. So. Mm-hmm. This is like All right. Let's go. Casino. Yeah. yeah. You let's go new meet rhythms. the rovers. All right. Well, speaking of tour guides, uh, the, our tour guide himself knows how to get you there, having recently escorted some of the um, oh, crypts yeah. to their to their lair. So you can, uh, I suddenly just can't remember, Dagmar, like what is your name again? Uh, you can escort them. It's actually not that far, and we're not going to go to the map for it. Well, we're going to stick to Theater of the Mind for this, because it's, yeah, it's just a tour through a series of darkened alleys and wide streets. Uh, making your way through District 8 to the headquarters of the Rovers. It is a um, it's kind of a two-story stone building. Uh, it's not huge. It's not incredibly elaborate. There's no big columns. It's a nice, sturdy-looking building with open windows and some balconies. And uh, a couple of guards standing out front, um, along with uh, the gentleman you met earlier, Alec, with two Cs. 
So uh, he he recognizes you, of course, as you walk up. And uh, greetings, Alex. Alec. 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 We have come to accept your invitation. Uh, it is a. It is good to see you. The the boss is ready. And uh, he goes up uh, the short steps into the entryway, pushes the doors open, and uh, bright light streams into the to the dark street as you see a very warm and inviting lobby before you. <laughs> what? I'm sorry, just the idea that the the rovers headquarters, these people that like are shaking people down and stuff. It's warm and inviting, and you know it's got some cozy, you know, conversation areas over here, and you know. <laughs> They have their own feng shui coach, I hear. Yeah, a little coffee bar in the corner. Yeah. Some Absolutely. nice chairs for reading. He's cool. Put, it's putting your taxes to work. <laughs> so you, uh, yeah, you assume a stroll inside? We do. Caution. All right. Well, you don't see any more armed guards in the lobby. It, it's pretty nice. Uh, just a few things that stand out. There's a few pieces of like statuary. And uh, the the most interesting facet of the lobby is that the walls are lined with uh, maps, like many, many different, almost mural-sized maps. Uh, you can tell they were you know, kind of stitched together or affixed to the walls. Uh, so most of them are various canvas maps and you know drawn or painted, and they seem to represent uh, who knows how much area of the un- of the uh, the underdark here. Just nice. You can, if you pause for a moment to kind of look out, you can kind of see where the city is and the tunnels, and they they wind out, and there's various settlements and whatnot. So you get a sense that they've been mapping, who knows, dozens, hundreds. I mean, the, the how far these things go. Super cool. Yeah. So that's that is one of their main functions is to map out, and you know, there's trade routes and things. So you probably pause for a moment to study that as he um, motions you to. Uh, have a seat for a moment. There, there's a nice couch there in the lobby. And uh, he heads off through a, a, another side door. I will take this time to examine the maps and see if I see the dig site. Um, yeah, so you, you do see it's not labeled dig site, but based on what you understand, kind of curving around the lake, there there is a spot that indicates where uh, it just says like ruins. and. You quickly put one and one together there. That must be where they're digging. Yeah, there's really no other interesting information about it. Like, it doesn't, you know, it's not like big stars or circles or like anything to indicate that this is super important. Okay. Um, All right. So he's he's gone for just, you know, 30 seconds or so. And then he comes back and says, the mistress is ready to see you and motions for you to join him to the, the adjoining chamber. All right. I will follow. All right. You do so. Uh, you go down a very short hall, and at the end of the hall is a door which leads into another very large office. There's a big desk, which also is scattered with books and papers. You can see maps and sketches all about. And there's more maps on the walls, um, along with other navigation devices and collectibles. There's a shelf with like a sextant and a globe and things that you would use above ground for navigation probably less useful below ground. So mm-hmm. it just seems to be general collectible type things for the, the field. Yeah, there's, so there's, there's a lot of interesting little little tidbits around the room, but sitting behind the desk in kind of a large cushioned chair is a, a stern woman 
She looks to be half elf. Hers very simply pulled back, kind of a wide face, and she she was uh, making some making some notes on a paper. And as you step in, she looks up and smiles, and she'll stand and give you a little partial bow. And so uh, Alec will say, "Miss Volo, this is our guests." And he turns and she thanks Alec, and he nods and just heads out and closes the door behind him, leaving the five of you to meet with her. So she extends her hand to whoever's closest. Probably Aloran. Aloran. Ah, probably wow. Alar. Wow, that Aloran was... Aloran might be there. We don't know. <laughs> oh, so I, I am confused because you said the five of us. Oh, do you, you're including her including in the number. Her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Okay. I'm like, who is the fifth person? And then you said Aloran. Oh, where did so I will, from? So I will bow with a flourish and then take her hand. Oh. A- and then what? <laughs> well, I kind of want to kiss it, but uh, I don't think that's what she's going for. Uh, your I call. Will sh- <laughs> I, I, I will shake it uh, firmly. Uh, she shakes it firmly back. You can feel it's, it's it is smooth but strong. And uh, she smiles. Allow me to introduce myself. I am Marco. Marco Volo. <sighs> Marco? Marco. Bolo. I am the head of the rovers. I assume you've already known that, though. But I don't have the pleasure of all of your names yet. I am Alar Noestri. It is a pleasure to meet you, Ms. Volo. Mm. The pleasure is mine. And your companions? I am Brokos. Fortune. Hi. Hello. Hi. Brokos, you have a last name? <laughs> is that the first time we've heard it on air? Yes, I've, I've, <laughs> it, it is. That I, I, I told you multiple times, Alar. I'm sure you have not. You're probably right. I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> and the gaslighting continues. Tristeza. <laughs> and I will just nod at her. All right. She nods back. Pleasure. And you, I believe we've met before, at least a couple times. Dagmar. Good to see you again, Dagmar. And I'll wave. I see you've uh, joined some fine company from what I hear. They seem to be pretty useful in a fight, so... Well, from what I understand, you definitely put those uh, Crypt Keeper... Crypt Keeper, I just did that too. Crypt Keeper brigands in their place. Oh, we were merely helping our new neighbors. We aren't here to fight. We're here to make friends and fans. Friends are good to have in this in this place. I just wanted to uh, invite you here to thank you personally for interceding... Uh, on behalf of those at the Augury, and stepping up and preventing some uh, undesirable elements to encroach on our territory. I also wanted to see you in person. We don't often get uh, unaffiliated strangers such as yourself with the talents that you have. No doubt you'll be approached by other people wishing to recruit you. But here on personal business. Personal businesses must have taken you a long ways. No, just pretty much down from Vadragan. Not that far, really, surprisingly. It, it's it's much nicer down here, actually. <laughs> actually. <laughs> People are much nicer down here. Uh, so I've heard. It does sound like there's been a great deal of instability in the topside. Very unfortunate. And it smells a lot worse. 
up there, mm. not down here. Like death. And death is not a good smell. No, no, it is not. Well, if you have not so already So you been... said something of recruitment, Ms. Volo. Did you oh. have a specific request? Or was this merely a social meeting? Well, it's a bit of both. It is certainly social, and I wanted to say thank you. But I also didn't want to miss out on the opportunity to extend an interest in your skill set, lest you get poached by some other guilds before I have the opportunity to assess your talents personally. Are you anticipating not being here long, though? You said you're here on personal business. Do not know. I do not know. We I hope have personal business. Our, we hope to conclude our business quickly and efficiently, but that's not to say that we wouldn't find a new home down here. Oh, I see. Well, as long as the options on the table would be interested in, in getting to know you more. I'm sure you'll, I, you'll learn a I, bit more about the power situation down here. Is she being forthwith? I would make an insight check. A 20. Uh, you definitely think so. She seems to be I mean, telling you straight. Not that she's incapable of guile, but she seems like the type of person that is very genuine. Good to know. Okay. So, what, um, it's certainly no business of mine, what your business down here is, although I do feel like I at least would like to extend a thank you, uh, if there's any way that we can, uh, as a guild, uh, offer you some sort of recompense or assistance for your good deed. Not the picture. I slam it on her desk. I'm looking for her. <laughs> she She's definitely taken back at least briefly then. Oh, I see. Well, direct, aren't we? I like it. So she'll look at the picture and study it. Oh, I, yes, I have seen this face. That's very <laughs> distinctive. <laughs> what with the hair and all. Yes. I, so you're trying to tra you're trying to track this individual down, are you? Yes. <laughs> well, we could assist you. She's whoever this is. She has uh, she's definitely been around the town. I I don't personally know who she is, but I would be happy to uh, use our resources to locate her for you. I I don't know. I'll look over at Alar and Brokos. I don't know. I feel like we're doing okay on our own. We understand that she may be residing at the dig site. What can you tell us about that? That, that is an interesting question. That dig site that you're speaking of is the, uh, it's a small patch of ruins uh, northwest of the city. I would say up until six months ago, there was a little interest to anyone. But there's definitely an outside agency that has made arrangements with the powers to be to search for something there. Powers that be, did they make this arrangement with? Well, the true powers that be is the literal power entity here, which is Copaco. Hmm. My understanding is that Copaco did not make this deal. Um, well, okay, just si sidebar for clarity. When you spoke to the chief, he did say that the chairman had made the deal. Oh. Which is why he was acting outside of the chain of power because gotcha. he didn't like he felt like there was something Fishy. something yeah something no good oh, oh. so he couldn't raise it up raise it up any higher oh. yeah oh. yeah so fine up here 
Well, I would expect that uh, the Explorers Guild would probably have access to this dig site for mapping and things like that. One would expect so, but they have secured the area, and they've put up some barricades around the site. They've blocked traffic around uh, that. Well, there's really no further place to go down the down the, the track there. Really, other than perhaps fishing there's or sightseeing, there's really nothing there of interest besides the, the sparse ruins. What of ruins are they? Like ruins of what? I have not studied them personally. I, from my understanding, at least what had been recorded, they were just some old dwarven ruins. Hmm. Uh, there was a, stru- like a cliffside structure. Would you be willing to provide maps of the area so that we can ascertain the best approach in tracking our friend down? Well, I can... <laughs> to be very honest with you, you don't need a map to get there. It's... You just follow the follow the coast. It's really not very far or difficult to find. The trick there is going to be getting you in. There are no other side approaches that have been mapped? Other ways that we might approach undetected? We want to surprise our friend. Surprise. Surprise. It's a happy reunion. <laughs> I have a surprise all planned. Ah, so I, so you're, I mean, you're obviously being delicate in the way you're addressing it, like not specifically saying, oh, we want to go kill this person, but, uh, no, yeah, we wouldn't do that. So she, so she actually sort of pauses and when you, when you ask about another way in, um, I'm really not at liberty to discuss that. That is an odd thing to say. Under the impression that you went to help us. Oh, I assure you, I do want to help you. It, it, there just might be a conflict of interest there. Fight hmm. to this based on what I would know from like the power structure of the city, like if this was like conflicting guilds or something like that. Possibly. Can I roll insight for that? Yes. Yay! I rolled more than a ten. I know that hasn't happened yet, so I just feel like. <laughs> For a celebration. Uh, uh, so that's a 21 for insight. There you go. Yeah, I mean, based on what you know, that would be the only thing that would make sense. I can't, I mean, as a even as the DM, I'm not sure what else I would think could be besides, uh, besides the guild conflict. So it would um, be, yeah. Would they have to know whatever the conflict is that that information was cha- shared? Or we, could we stumble upon that path by any chance on our own? Well, since it is my intent to be helpful and open, I will just have to say that you would need to speak to somebody with Kapoko about that. That is fair enough. We have not talked to Sila in a while. She seems to know many of the alternative tunnels and approaches. She seemed, yes, she also seemed very, uh, Happy to help. Well, I believe you are supposed to see her tomorrow. I think she was going to check on you guys. Here okay. we go. Have other aid to offer us? Did you want me to uh, use my resources to locate this? You said you said her name, right? No. Okay. This person. I suppose additional assistance wouldn't hurt. Eh, I suppose, especially 
maybe additional information not just about her whereabouts, but about her company, the company she keeps. Her comings and goings. She can't know of any of this because it's a super surprise. Mm. So uh, what is this person's name or alias? Bosch. Bosch. She, uh, she'll make a little note there. So I trust then that this Vosh is also from Vadragan, since that's where you're from? Yes. She's from the top side, yes. Very well. I will will have my people uh, put an ear to the ground and see what we can turn up for you. Thank you. I would also like to just advise you to uh, take care. I suspect you've not made friends with the crypt keepers it's unlikely they'll encroach on our territory soon but one can't be too sure things have been going on with them i would hope they would look at us letting them have their lives as you know an olive branch per se kind in our treatment of them i'm sure you were and we were equally kind but they uh there is something curious going on in their organization, and they've been coming increasingly aggressive and creating creating problems with their neighbors. Hmm. We haven't figured out what's happening with that, but just who something there, to be aware of. Who is the person that they go to as a leader? Who's the guild leader or the guild chairman um, woman? Well, they're... The head of the guild is Vincent Coyne. He's he's known as the pit boss. Dagmar would know that uh, the reason for that uh, that name, yeah, their moniker, so to speak, is because that many of the bodies are disposed of, or some of the waste is disposed of inside of this a pit. Lovely. They call it the dead uh, pit. So Dagmar would you you would know about this man? I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. I've. Heard of him a couple of times. He can be a tough customer. So the Crypt Keepers control uh, the north side of the town. Uh, zones 1 and 2 primarily. Basically between uh, uh, the Copaco area and the West Gate. Uh, our territory runs fully adjacent to theirs. So we always face the brunt of their... Uh, uh, contentiousness but we really never go ahead we really never wanted to get in the middle of anything we were just there and we 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 felt like you know we were trying to get to sleep and they were being loud and rude (laughs) and they just they decide to pick a fight with the wrong people that's that's all it is but i mean we'll we'll obviously take note of them if you'd like for us but just understand that we're doesn't mean that we're you know, definitely jumping into bed with anybody. I've heard Alar use that word before, so that phrase before. Another um, note of information, suggestion. Um, if you ever do have a rover's event, I don't know, company picnic, a party, <laughs> we do have some amazing entertainment um, available. I'm sure they've heard already. Word spreads fast. She, she she would probably be very much amused by that. Uh, I I will definitely keep that in mind. It is always nice to have new performers in the area. 
We already have a following down of here of more than two people. <laughs> well. So yes, you... be sure to book Alar and the Topsiders at your next event. She, she sketches that down. I will keep you in mind. That is, that is for certain. Well, it is late and I don't want to keep you much longer, but I just wanted to, to greet you myself and extend my thanks and... It sounds like you can be found uh, at the Augury. Indeed. We will send word as soon as we have it. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. She uh, she seemed to make very careful note of it. So. Nice to meet you, Marco. Hello. <laughs> so she, uh, she stands and motions towards the door, which opens up and Alec is standing there. He nods and will escort the f- uh, four of you out. I will again bow with a flourish. Well, it was a pleasure to meet you all. I look forward to perhaps some future business together. The pleasure was all yours. I will just nod at her. All right. So you uh, you take your leave, making your way back through the the foyer and into the streets. Yes, it so. is time for rest. It is. It has been a very long day and very eventful. So, Dagmar, are you going to escort them back to the augury? Oh, Uh-oh. I cannot hear Dagmar. I we must have lost have... Dagmar. Oh, no. My... Lost his voice. Yeah. He's been talking a lot today already, so. Finite amount that it is allowed. He's a very good mime, though, from what I know. Take them oh, all Dagmar back. Dagmar is using his hand signals to direct us. Take them yes. all back. Oh, oh there, go. oh, there, there he goes. There he goes. He's a very quiet are. man. Right. <laughs> Him and Alar would get along splendidly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, we return to the Augury. Well, oh. you attempt to do so. Oh. But things don't Aww. always go as planned. So, yes, you're most of the way back, making your way through various alleys. Um, the night traffic is starting to dwindle. And as you're kind of cutting between a series of buildings, you um, actually, I would say each of you can make a perception roll. Yeah. Say my passive perception is 21, if that helps. Your passive perception is 21? Yeah. That is. Minus 18. That is pretty darn good. Yeah. Oh, my perception rolled is a 20, so. I got a 7. It didn't roll though, and I got seventeen. I got eighteen on yeah, my roll. What? Okay. My passive is eighteen as well. It's wow! Roll I got. You guys are perceptive. Okay. What did you say? <laughs> you are consumed with thoughts of writing your next ballad. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. So, as those of you who got a uh, twenty are better. Actually, uh, you're walking between these buildings and. You uh, you hear like what sounds like the scuffling of feet up on the roof above you to the right, and uh, you can basically do you know if you want to do something immediately you you can otherwise something may happen. Draw my sword and flatten myself against the building. I will stop Alar from walking into us because he's just thinking to himself again. Shh, Alar, something's afoot. I'm going to try to back up into a shadow if there is in the alley. 
I would do that too, and I would say, above us. All right, well, I'm going to direct your attention to roll 20. And, uh, Brokos, if you could be so kind as to share the screen for a bit. I can do that. I'll just say if you could do your best to, to zoom in on the action. Everybody got that? Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice. All right, so you basically get an action. You can draw your weapon and throw yourself against whichever. And then I'm going to need you guys to roll initiative. That I can do. Um, I'll probably have to re-add everybody to this. There we go. Okay. Alar got a 17. And you said it's the roof to the right of us? Oh, to the right. Wait, yeah. So to the, yeah, so from, so okay. down is where you heard the noise. And I'm going to go right against that roof. Oh, well, that's not quite it. All right, there I go. All right. Then. I am the worst. What? I only have I have a thirteen. She's the lowest on the issue. I'm the lowest. All right, so you. Uh, I don't like I don't like hearing you speak so poorly of yourself, Seth. <laughs> You're doing fine. All right, so Dagmar everybody likes you. Everybody likes Tris. Everybody likes me. Um, so Dagmar, you do not yet see anybody, but you definitely heard something. But you and you have uh, you have initiative. Uh, do I feel like I could climb the wall at all? Is there any any way to try to scale up there? How tall is the building, I guess? Um, well, so th- it's a single-story structure, so you could start climbing. I mean, it wouldn't. it's not exactly a super easy climb, but you'd be vulnerable, assuming that somebody was going to be coming down. But you could certainly try. It'd be certainly a, it'd try. Be, it, would, it would just say it'd be a moderate climb, since you don't have a rope or anything. Um, well, I think instead, what I'd like to do is go around the corner here, and I'd like mm-hmm. to ready an action um, that if somebody drops down in the alleyway, um, I would like to stab that person. All right. That sounds like a great plan. Alar, you're, you're not entirely sure what's happening, but people are reacting and pulling weapons out. Okay. You know your your you know your singing wasn't bad, so that can't be it. I wasn't even singing; I was humming. I was trying to write lyrics under my breath. Um, but I will strum an insistent little chord uh, and grant my bardic inspiration to Brokos. So that's a one d eight for you, man. All right, and we lost Brokos's audio there, but Brokos feels inspired. Brokos, what do you want to do with that inspiration? Well, I am going to, as an action, first of all, before I go into a bonus action and a creature myself, I'm going to cast another uh, Conjure Animals, and I'm going to conjure two giant wasps. I've seen them float about and fly in the, the woods that I am from. They're very large. And two of them. And then I will turn into a giant spider. And that is my turn. Uh, are the wasps medium creatures? The wasps are medium. All right, you should have control of those wasps. And they do get initiative. I have to roll their own initiative. So I will do that now. And those, that will be uh, 17 for them. So I will. Perfect. I got it. I will put them in front of ALR there. 
Okay, and then you can should be able to put them wherever you want as far as yeah, what they I'll, appear. I don't know if I saw the, the rooftop here, so I'll kind of have them hover above the edge here because I have not seen anybody from the rooftop. Cool. Okay, so the two large buzzing wasps fill the air with their the sound of their wings and goes soaring up to the top. Wow, that's exciting. And I will make a movement to... I will move just at the bottom of the wall. All right. Well, what are you now? A giant spider. Giant spider. Your favorite. Okay. My favorite. Uh, I do like the spiders. Yes. Uh, so, but are you a large creature then? I am a yes. Uh, uh, I am a large creature. Giant spiders are large. So bothersome. Not that one. Sorry. I'll just give you a list of things you should have for icons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got. I've got all these. So. Here, we'll just kind of put your pawn over here for. I don't, you're not using sure. that to track your hit points, though, are you? No, 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 no. Okay, so there you go. Giant spider. Ugh. So gross. All right, there you go. Broke us. Thank you. Uh, you've just really bugged out. All right. Uh-huh. It is their turn. And by there, I mean a series of assailants step off the roof and drop down into. A number of different crouches. What are these? They sure look a lot like were-rats. Oh, good old were-rats. Were-rats indeed. Um, yeah, so so the wasps, you said, moved up to the top of the... Yeah, yep. yep. They're kind of hovering above. They're, they, they ca- I cast them at 60 feet. That's my, you know, as far as I cast them. So I'd say they're probably 10 feet above the edge. All right, well, then... They're actually going to, so the two on top of that roof will engage with the wasps since you provided some obstructions up there for those guys. So sure. we'll we'll just start with them. So the one, the southwest here will attack that wasp. Uh, okay. And he's doing a, uh, a, basically a slash with a sword and a bite. Ooh, that is going to be a 23 to hit. Guess that hits a wasp. For four damage. Oh, and then another 23 or five damage. Okay. So two quick strikes there. The other one that's going to attack. Oh, wow. The dice are hot now. The separate separate one, right? The other one? Yeah, this is the second one. Okay. He got a crit. Uh, Oh, minimum damage, though. So that is going to be only four damage. Okay. Pretty sad. And then that is going to be a 15 to hit. That hits, yep. Wow. Uh, for three damage. Okay. All right, so your wasp take a little pum- pummeling there. Mm-hmm. All right, <clears throat> then the two that drop down, there's the one that just lands right next to Triss, and you see it snarl in the, the darkened alley. Uh, probably brings back some foul memories of these creatures. And uh, yeah, it sneers with its big teeth. And uh, just slashes out at you. But that's going to be a miss. That's a nine. But then he tries to bite you. Ooh, and another natty 20. And that is going to be eight damage. And then you need to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. You're all right. All right. Then the other one that appeared is going to step up next to Alar. And he's also going to attack. That's a miss. And I assume a 12 misses you, Alar. Yes. All right, so you're okay. But now you are fighting for your lives with four were-rats. 
And would I be able to use my held action against the one that's by Triss? Yeah, actually. That's yeah, what sure. That is true. You're kind of at an angle there. Uh, yeah, definitely okay. so. Go ahead. Uh, so that is a seventeen to hit. A seventeen is a hit. All right, and then since she's next to it, I would get my sneak attack damage, correct? Yes. All right. So that would be uh, nine total damage. Nice. And then, All right. Is it an um, attack action? Because then I would get a bonus action to do an unarmed strike, or is it just the one? I guess do I get the full attack of the full action, or do I not get a bonus action since I held my action? I don't think I do. Yeah, you don't get a you don't get okay. a bonus action. Nope, and that's fine. All right. So what you do note that. Um, what type of weapon are you using? A uh, short sword. Does that short sword have any special properties? Um, nope. I. It's really nice. I like it. I don't <laughs> it is know a very nice short sword. <laughs> and you know that you hit with a great deal of force. However, you did not seem to do any damage to the creature. Okay. So that, with that in mind, Triss, you are up. Oh, I am going to... Um, attack with my uh, silvered rapier. So the first one is a natural 20. Ooh. So, and I don't have to do anything special, right? It just automatically lights. It's a... You just roll your dice twice. Okay. Well, the first one was a one. Oh, I rolled two ones. <laughs> oh that's what I did too, so it sucks. <laughs> uh, so that's um, four damage. Okay, you see that you cut the creature. And my second attack is is a 14, is a 19 to 19? 19 hits. Oh, and this time I got two, so two plus two is four. So I did another four damage. Yay me. Good job. All right, then. We are back at the top of the round. So Dagmar, I don't, do you have... I guess it'd be knowledge nature. I think we've already discussed that you don't have a lot of experience with work or dealing with work creatures. Got a 19 for nature. <clears throat> um, all right. So based on your most immediate experience right now and uh, something you've heard before, perhaps one of your companions mentioned it, you know, you need, you need silver to, to hurt these things, silver or magic, mm -hmm. which might be a challenge for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm I'm uh I'm seeing that right now. Um so what I would like to spend my turn doing is I'd like to sheath this short sword and then I would like to spend my action trying to help uh Triss. Like I don't know if I can grapple it to make it easier to hit uh to maybe give her some form of advantage. You can. And, yeah, you can actually aid her for that. Um which will yeah, that will give her advantage on attacks. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I would like to spend my action doing that, and then I would like to uh, use one of my uh, key points uh, to do uh, patient defenses so I can do a dodge action as a bonus action. Okay. So I would like to use that as my bonus action. Great. All right. So you set yourself up pretty good. All right. Wasps. A question. 
I said two, but apparently there's four of of uh, CR that's half or lower. I don't know if you allow that or not, but either way, the two will attack. So you can summon four wasps. Four at a half, because I did. I thought they were one for, or one level, but they are one CR that they are half CR. That's a lot they of would, wasps. Yeah, they would come behind these two. You know, like to, that. To, sure. <clears throat> um, and then. These two will fly here to try to give advantage, I imagine, you know, to them each other for flanking, I would imagine. And I will just uh, start rolling some sting attacks. That's all they're going to do is just pew, pew, try to sting. Okay. Well, I would just say this, since they're not doing magic damage, they're sure. they're they're not going to be able to harm the creatures. Yeah. But, the only thing uh, is they will basically be harrying them. Sure. Um, even with like a poison damage they can do. So if they hit, they have to do a constitution saving throw or take poison damage, even even if, after a failed save. I feel like this was a variant of the question that came up before. Mm. If you don't, you can't yeah, harm. Well, yeah, because I don't know. If you can't like harm them, then their their flesh is not being opened, pierced. Right? right? Yeah, it's not like they heal up immediately. Yeah. Right, I mean, because they're they're not immune to poison, but yeah, if the pier, yeah, if you can't pierce through skin, then it seems like you couldn't inject the poison. Sting them in their mouth. I don't know if that's <laughs> overthinking fifth edition or not. Yeah, there's really. I'm gonna still attack to make it look like they're attacking. You know, to want to give them the fact that they're attacking. And we'll have to um, look, I'll have to definitely get an answer to that. If somebody sure. happens to know that, definitely comment if you still get that extra damage if the first damage doesn't have any effect. But uh, I'm going to be mean and say it right now. I'm sure. going to deprive you of it. But so they're they're like buzzing them and and trying to sting them and whatnot. Right. The, the <clears> turn <throat> they're they're trying to take away some of that chaos from everybody else. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a, I mean they're acting as screeners, which is perfect. Right. Since you guys are maybe a little bit outgunned here, I thought everybody had silver weapons, but I guess we'll find out. Alar, what have you got in your pocket? What can you do? I have in my hands my loot my good friend, and I will sing a song of my greatness and crown this were-rat with laurels. Give me a wisdom save. I really hate that. All right. Natty one. Okay. All yours. He's my buddy. (laughs) Uh, Let no one harm the great Alar. Go forth. And defeat my enemies. All right. That seems like a splendid idea to him. All right, Brokos, what do you have? Well, I am going to use my inspiration given to me, and I'm going to cast a web. I'm going Mm. to kind of scuttle over here and cast a web on this one here. So you're going to crawl over Triss? Well, you know, next to her. She likes the spider, so like right here, you know. All right. Does he get a? Uh, yeah, I could, I'm going to crawl up the side of the wall, so you know I'll be halfway up the wall. Uh, it's going to be. I got to see if I got a hit first. Okay. So that's going to be. So that's uh, 14, and I got a D8 to roll. Does he get a deck save or anything, or you just you just hit it? This is just to see if I hit. Okay. And then you get a saving throw to see if it's, it's web. Okay. So ooh, 15. Well, 15 hits. Okay, so then you get a strength check. Strength check. 
<laughs> four on the die. So you are so now rude. restrained. By a so web. rude. So rude. That's my turn. Okay. So restrained. He he can't basically can't move. But he can, he can try to get out. That's but, it. That's his turn. At the end of his turn. But he can't attack. Nope. Okay. Well. Let's start with uh, Alar's good buddy. Now he gets another roll at the end of his turn. Is that correct? correct? All right. But in the meantime, in the meantime, I'm sorry. You, you have disadvantage. You can attack, but you have zero speed and you have disadvantage on all your attacks. All right. And everybody else has advantage on him. All right. What do you want? Uh, what do including you want? Including his former friend. Mm-hmm. Including his former friend. So he will step up next to Triss to lay some pain on his friend. All right, I guess you want me to roll. Yeah, I suppose so. All right, so he will uh, slash out with his silvered short sword, which is super annoying. And that is going to be a hit. Oof, why can't I roll that damage on you? That is almost max damage. Uh, It's a 13 damage first hit. Oh, hold on. I just rolled crit. Sorry. Not 13 damage. I'll give you the six. Eight damage. Why is that so much? Getting ahead of myself. All right. Then he will attack twice with his... He'll attack with the sword again. And that is also a hit. Oh, okay. For another seven damage. Nice. So rude. All right. But the guy who's taking the pain is going to attack with disadvantage at Triss. And that 20 turns into a 10. So does a 14 hit Utris? Does not. Okay. He will make his bite attack at you with disadvantage. And that's an Addy 2. Okay. So up on the rooftop with the wasps, we've got them trying to swat these bugs. So the uh, one on the left will attack. So I kind of lost track of which wasp was which. He's going to attack the one he hit before. Yeah, the two in the middle are the ones you've hit before. All right, so he's going to attack the one he hit before. Okay. First attack is a miss, and then a 16. It hits. All right, for seven damage. And the wasp falls dead. Still moves a little, twitches a little bit. Twitches a bit. Little and then disappears. Falls. All right, cool. Then the other one will attack the one it attacked before in the middle. That's going to be a 16 to hit. Mm-hmm. Yep. For eight damage. And that disappears. And then it'll attack the one on the right and miss. Okay. okay, but man, that's some really good crowd control. All right, it is Triss's turn. I will attack the one in front of me. Um, and so that is a 19. And just for clarity, when you say in front of you, the one that's getting, that's webbed or the one that's got the crown? The one that's webbed, not the one with the crown. That would be silly. Yeah, it's well, advantage. I, I agree. Yeah, so you've got advantage. Yes, I did roll with advantage. Um, so that is, um, uh, eight damage for the first one. All right. He's looking a little light on his feet. And second, uh, does a 17 hit? Yes, it does. Okay. And for three damage. I have rolled a lot of ones Well, on my damage today. It's okay, because he only had two hit points left. Oh, yay! So he falls unconscious. I noticed. Did he have a? Does he have a silver short sword? He does. I will. I will point that out to Dagmar. Grab his sword. Good call. 
All right, Dagmar, you are up, and you, yeah, you have an option yeah. there to grab weapon. Yeah, that's uh, what I was planning on doing. So I'll grab that uh, short sword. And uh, is Brokos on the wall? That's yes. right, connected there. Yeah. So I'm on the wall on the si- on the yeah. bottom side, but oh, I just didn't want it. You like know, here. I didn't. There was no. There was no. Right, but there's no space to put to because yeah. you know, I was above Triss. But yeah. yeah, no, that's fair. All right, we'll just kind of keep it there so he can move his pawn. Gotcha. Um, then I would like to, um, and they're still up on the wall. So I would just like to position myself behind this guy, and in the event that he does something hostile to the party, I'd like to stab him in the back. Oh, actually, yeah. speaking of, he I he should have had his well. save. Yeah. Uh, and he did get it. I rolled a natty 19. Uh, so, okay. So he broke through the crown at the end of his round. Okay. He has okay. no laurels on his head. So I'd like to stab him in the back. All right. Do so. With your shiny new sword sword. All right. 19. 25. That is a hit. All right. So that is. Uh, so 12 damage. Nice. With the new short sword. Okay, he's, yeah, that nice big gash in his body. He's not looking very happy about that. All right, Alar. Hmm. Quickly, the tides are turning. Well, I think just for funsies, I'm going to step up and stab at my erstwhile ally. You mean Dagmar? Uh... (laughs) Oh, that turned quick. We'll we'll see how the... (laughs) We'll see how the D20 rolls. Um, <laughs> well, okay, so that is a natural 19, so that'd be a 25 to hit the yes the baddie. And that is max damage, 11 points. Dang. Oh. Okay, yeah, he's he's definitely hurting now. All right, uh, Brokos. All right, so I'm halfway up the... Uh, I'm going to come up, crop here if i can like in that space is that a, the rooftop yeah like you so wanna... i'm still so i don't leave their threat range you know so i come up here and then i'm going to pop out of my spider form as i get that as a uh free action and does, does it make a popping sound yep and i'm going to cast Thunder wave. Ooh, thunder, thunder. So they have to do a constitution saving throw. Both of them. Both of them. Mm-hmm. It's a 15-foot cube on my enemy. Um, well, I mean, so if it's a 15-foot cube, you'd still only be able to hit one. Cause there's, cube. Though. There's 10 feet between them. Right. But I'm in the middle of them. It's from myself, not... So is it no, it's not foot, a 15-foot radius cube originating from me right but it's a 15 foot cube so it's only that isn't odd is that so it's 15 feet up so it basically down. affects a three by three right yeah uh, i got gotcha. you so okay. yeah yeah that's how i've been running it okay so i still need to do constitution saving throw for the one over there on there on the left yes all right Ooh, i think i got it that's gonna be a an unmodified 20. Yes, but I still get to roll damage. Mm-hmm. Bloop, bloop. Uh, so it's three points of half of that. So one point of thunder damage and you hear a loud thunderous 
cacophony from above. All right. You just don't take, uh, you know, successful, but yep. You just don't get pushed over the edge. Okay. Then it is their turn. So we will, t- the one that just got, well, since now there's two of them. Uh, the guy you just thundered is going to try to finish off that wasp. Okay. That is only going to be a 12 to hit, though. That just hits. Just Natural hits. armor. For five damage. Okay. Is it still standing? Yeah, they haven't been attacked yet. So. All right, then it's going to take its bite attack at you, Brokos. Ooh, fun. Mm, that's a seven to hit. That does not hit. All right, the other one will do the same. It is going to miss the wasp, and then it'll attack again at the wasp with a, that'll be a 21 to hit. Yep. For three damage. Okay. All right, then we have the one down there between Triss, Dagmar, and Alar. So it's looking a little frantic. Uh, it is, actually, it's going to focus fire on Triss again, though. Uh, that'll be at 18 to hit for four damage, and then only at eight to hit on that bite. That does not hit, so you guys are still pretty good. All right, Triss, what do you got? Yep. Oh, yeah. And you have, well, does she style advantage? She does, doesn't she? Because you have flanked. On the one between her yep. and Dagmar, yeah. I mean, 18 hits, but got a chance of a crit anyway. Six damage. All right, he's still standing. Okay, second hit is an 18. Okay. And, oh, yes, that's finally a good one. That's nine damage. And he goes down under your flashing blades. Sweet. Cool. All right, then we are back at the top of the round with Dagmar. Dagmar, he of Silent Fist. Oh. <laughs> We're having some technical audio issues with Dagmar today. I would there like to, I don't know if you guys can yep. hear me. I can hear you yes. now. Okay, okay excellent. Um, I would like to go ahead and try to uh, clamber past uh, Triss and scale that wall. All right, so you get a nice running start, do a little like a wall run, and then climb up. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Beautiful. All right, well, let's see what you can do. So basically you'll be double moving because um, mm-hmm. so you're kind of moving up, and then that will be an athletics check to gracefully run up that wall and grab at the top. Athletics or acrobatics? You know what? Let's go acrobatics. I like oh, it. Yeah. I, I like <laughs> I like the flavor of acrobatics for this. Because one of those things is way better than the other. <laughs> uh twenty one. Wow. That's that's pretty darn good. Okay. Yeah, so you do that. You make it you do it with style. So you run about halfway up throw yourself up, grab it on the edge, and you can, uh, yeah, you can pull yourself up. All right. Get into position for next round. Yep. Super yep, awesome. That's what I would like to do. All right, Alar. Hmm. I would say you you have line of sight at an angle on those mm-hmm. guys on the ledge. Yeah. Okay, well, then I'm going to cast Hypnotic Pattern and... Uh, envelop those two in a swirling pattern of colors mm. um, with the cube just outside of the range of Brokos and now I guess Dagmar is going to have to be in it. Yeah. Alright. Um, this is how it starts. Yeah, this is how it starts. Okay, so they, uh, everyone in that cube gets a wisdom save. <sighs> what? So what is that? Is that a 20 foot? It's a 30 foot cube. Okay. Cube, but so. It's going to be well above me and Triss. I got a 15. 
That's what you needed, man. Sweet. All right. Sweet. So the guy on the left also. So got it's a annoying, but it's not. You know. The guy on the left got a fifteen, but the guy on the right got a ten. Okay. Well, he is charmed for the duration. He is incapacitated and has a speed of zero. Okay. So just basically stands there, confused. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Awesome. And does not get a save every round. So. Nicely done. How long does it last? A minute. What? <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, concentration, but up to a minute. Yeah. I'm really glad I made that safe. Yeah. So <laughs> that would have been a real, that would have been so a day rotor right there. So uh, for future reference, try to, you know, get around the edges of, of groups. Yep. All right. Well, so it is the wasps turn again. Uh, yeah, I think they'll oh, just be just keep, wasps. Keep, keep yeah. being wasps, doing the wasp thing. Yeah, buzzing around. All right, then what are you going to do, Brokos? Uh, I think if I get to do acid damage on them, so Primal Savagery is a cantrip I cast on myself, and I use cha- channel Primal Magic to cause my teeth to sharpen, and it's acid damage. This should hit, right? It seems reasonable to me. And I will get here so I can get in a... So I'll... <laughs> Sharp out, and I will attack. Uh, you would be stepping into oh. the yeah. And like, I'm sixteen. Like... I'm sixteen. I'm kind of stupid that way. I'll, I'll step into it still. I, really? Okay. Uh, okay. So anybody who steps into that will is is affected. Well, that's what I'm assuming. I mean, uh, it's a, a a twisting pattern of colors in that in that range. Oh, if I saw no, no, colors. no, 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 it it appears for a moment and then vanishes. Okay, okay, so it's gone. You're fine. Okay, all right. So I t- to get advantage and then I'm going to attack, attack. Don't know which one is advantage. So that's rolling with. So that's uh, twenty three to hit. That's a hit. And that does. I'm sorry, wrong damage. Sorry, ignore that damage. So that is five points of acid damage. All right. Good job. Then we're back to them. And so there's only one that can do anything. So the other one's just standing there looking at the imaginary colors. And then the other one is going to, seeing as you are more of a threat than that wasp is, will attack you. Ooh, Natty 20. First with the sword for nine damage. Okay. And then with the bite, 14 to hit. No. Does not hit. Nope. Okay. Uh, yeah, they're they're definitely looking concerned. Tris, what do you what do you want to do? Act so she can see the ones on top of the roof. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, and then I will cast um, a firebolt oh. at the one that's attacking. All right. Oh, oh, that's a twenty. That's a net. I mean, it doesn't right? It doesn't do. Yeah. It you does. Rolled a twenty. You did double damage. Oh, awesome. Okay. Cool. So, oh, that's three damage. <laughs> I seriously, I rolled a one and oh then a two. Oh my gosh. Oh, uh, it's painful. At least you got the two. I, yeah. It wasn't actual minimum. Wow. Yeah. Mm. All right. Then we are back with Dagmar. Uh-oh. Dagmar is silent again. Silently attacking his foe. Silent but deadly. Why don't you like tap your mic again? There you Anything. go. Yeah, you're there. Back? Yeah, yes. you're back. Uh, yeah. I think your headphones are going out. All right. Hey, 
the can I fill the same space as the wasp, or is it a medium creature? I may have misheard that. It's a yeah, medium creature, medium. yeah. And I'll just go over here, and I will try to stab it with my short sword. All right. It's a giant wasp, sir. Oh, excuse me. Giant for a wasp. Uh, that is a. I think that's a hit. Um, twenty. Yeah, twenty-two. Yeah. So that would be. Uh, seven damage. Okay. Still standing. You guys clearly have the upper hand now. Alar, what else you got up your sleeve? Uh, I don't know what I should do to be able to get... I'll keep my concentration, obviously. Um, I don't have any any bolts, so I will grant Bardic Inspiration to Dagmar. All right. Dagmar is feeling inspired. I have the... Um... The wasp continue, continue to do their thing hmm. and broke us. I will once again attack with my primal savagery. It's a 25 to hit. That is a hit. And that does 11 points of acid damage. Wow. He is sizzling. He's still conscious, but probably wishing he was not. Okay. And it is going to be his turn. And, oh my gosh. He yeah. should just jump over the edge, just fall to his death. Well, he's considering his options here, because he knows death is imminent at the way this is going. Um, Tell you what. Well, he's just surrounded. That'd be a long jump, so he's just going to have to fight his way out. So he's going to go and attack you again, Brokos. Mm-hmm. That'll be a 21 to hit. Yep. Or three damage. Okay. And then a 12 to hit. That does not hit. It's not hit. It's bad news bears for them. All right, then, Triss. Firebolt. That guy again. Um, 16. That's a hit. Okay. Seven. I rolled a seven. Hey. That is what you needed. Oh. Oh. He's, he's a crispy critter, that is for sure. So with that final blow, he topples over and falls at your feet, leaving the one remaining who's still entranced. But I think we'll resolve that part of this combat next week. Oh, I know. All right. It goes so fast. All right. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Okay. Our heroes get some sleep. All right. Next week, we'll be doing the sleeping episode. The sleeping episode, that's great. Oh, it will not. Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say that. Take a nap with Dungeon Patrol. <laughs> Can't be any worse than the traveling episode of the 